Hey there, friends. It's Nick. Episode 197 of the Story Hacker podcast. So I want to talk about invoicing because one of the things that's happened as I've started to pick up, you know, real work since January or so is, of course, the work is going through, the clients are happy. So I'm sending out the invoices and I'm using a, an online software as a service called Xero. Uh, you may know it. It's like an online accountancy package. And I've been sending out quotes and invoices and trying to ignore the emails that go out with them. Because as you can imagine, the email, when you send a PDF invoice or a quote or something, Xero creates a form email that kind of sticks the name and the first name of the client in the top, a link to the invoice or the, the quote in the middle, and has some sort of boilerplate text around um, you know, the kind of instructions. And it's, as you can imagine, it's very dull, friends. It's very dull. And every time that I've sent one of these things, I've had it in my head that I should have a hack at it because I've always been quite proud. <laughs> I've always been quite proud of my invoices. Back in the day, in when I was running the agency, Semantic, although, although when we first started in 97, I was using Excel because that's what, that's what you did back then um, eventually I switched to making the invoices by hand each time effectively using a program called um, Visio it was a Microsoft well it was a it was kind of a design package that Microsoft bought and put into office anyway um, the reason I did that is because I thought I wanted to make fun invoices and I found this this series of, series of like origami instructions online about how to make a really good paper aeroplane for, from an A4 piece of paper. And I kind of built these into a sidebar on my invoice. And I used to get, I used to get people, <laughs> people would call me up and say, this is, this is, <laughs> I don't know whether you can hear that, but Siri on my iPad is just, Hopefully come up with a, um, a, a link to make a paper aeroplane. Anyway, I had this thing. And what actually happened was it was one of those things where we allowed our brand, our personality, our tone of voice, to use all those sort of fairly boring work, words, to sort of shine through. And Semantic was a playful, fun. We were professional, of course, but we were playful and fun and we did things a bit differently and that, the invoice that you could make into a paper aeroplane was the perfect example of that kind of thing. And of course, as, as things have evolved, we've all gone to these sort of online systems and we did it as well in like, I don't know, 2000 and something. And one of the things that happened was because I couldn't do that kind of thing anymore, because the invoices were all being created um, essentially as kind of um, web pages that turned into PDFs and that kind of thing. And I couldn't have that level of fidelity. And one of the things that happened is I would get calls from clients saying, what's going on? What's, what's this? This isn't a semantic invoice. This is just a piece of paper with some numbers on it or a PDF with some numbers on it. And they were right and they were right. But, but I think one of the things is that we can adapt, right? And uh, while there are certainly certain places, our website, our profiles, our product descriptions, all that kind of stuff, where it is more important to... To, they're, they're more visible so we put our personality our brand there first if you end up doing things like the invoice 
making it different, making it you, your customers, your clients can start to see that your brand is more than skin deep, right? It isn't just marketing. It isn't just painted on. Um, so anyway, <laughs> anyway, back at the start of this, I was talking about doing some invoicing. Do you remember? <laughs> and um, I triggered an invoice on uh, Monday and I looked at the email that was going to go out with it and said, right, I'm going to take 10 minutes now to do this differently. And I did. And, it, you know, it's not a work of art. It will be worked on more. But it now has my personality in it. And the other thing is, you know, we tend to think, I think, unenlightened business people, and I have been one, tend to see the invoice as the penultimate step, right? The only thing that's left after that is payment. And then we're done. But one of the things that I'm deeply aware of now is the value of lifetime customers. And one of the things I wanted to do was use that email not only as a way to display my sparkling personality, but also to ensure that the client knows that he or she is now special to me because there is something special about a client. And if, if you don't feel that way, I feel sorry for you. But what I wanted to do was use that email to say, you're part of a club. You're part of a club. And that means you have access and privileges with me that people who aren't clients don't have. Does that make sense? I think it does. I think it makes a lot of sense because what I want to do is nurture the relationship I have with, with my clients because I'd prefer, frankly, I prefer to have a few great clients than many mediocre ones. And I'm, you know, I'm sure that, that um, most of you can see the sense in that. So here's, here's my challenge. Here's my message. Have a think about the little ways, the little touch points and see whether the kind of care and attention that you should be putting into your kind of your your major avenues of communication could also go in there because the, the flip side is the amount of kudos you get for having an invoice which is a paper aeroplane. <laughs> It's really surprising. It's sort of in, inversely proportional to the um, the amount people expect. No one expects the email that comes with an invoice to be anything other than dead boring and functional. So surprise them because the surprise will be worth a lot in terms of your overall perception. Much more than, for example, the... Um, the kind of a about me page on a website, pound for pound, I mean. Anyway, I hope that helps. Gosh, seven minutes, 17 seconds, and you're still here. Bless you. Thank you for listening. Remember, your story means business. And remember, if you haven't already, to, in your podcast app, search for Story Hacker and hit subscribe, because then we can continue this conversation every day. And um, that would be a real pleasure. Speak soon. Hey, this is Nick. Thanks again for listening. To dig deeper, search for story.business.